Mom life can be chaotic, crazy, and overwhelming as you give and care for everyone else but you. Well, it's time to take back you and turn up the spice in your life. Welcome to Spicy Mom Life Podcast. I'm your host, Alicia Johnson, CEO and founder of Spicy Mom Life. As a single mom of two myself, I'm here to teach you how to step out of the box that society has put you in so that you can start living a truly fulfilled, authentic, empowered life beyond just motherhood. We talk all things motherhood, sex, life, relationships, and more. And I do mean more. This is not your everyday vanilla mom jets. Expect things to get spicy AF. So let's get to it. Welcome back to Spicy Mom Life. Today we're diving into lifestyle clubs. You may also have heard of them as swing clubs, sex clubs, um, even BDSM clubs. There's a variety of names. Um, I refer to them more on social media as lifestyle clubs just because that's a little less obvious to all of these censorship crap that's out there. The focus, the purpose today is to debunk and take away the stigmas and the mystery of sex clubs so that if you or you and your partner or you and friends have any interest in exploring one, you'll have some sort of information, some sort of what to expect um, before you go. So it makes it less scary because there are a lot of fears and uncertainties and just a lot of stigmas around these sorts of places. And really, they're way better than what they're made out to be. Thank you, social media. Thank you, um, TV and all of that for those things, right? So there's many fears that come up, many stigmas. My personal opinion, if you are interested in potentially hooking up with somebody or even just really enjoy dancing, but you don't like how things happen in, say, a regular club or a bar, I would highly encourage you to explore a lifestyle sex club because they are honestly a way better environment for that thing, for that sort of thing versus a regular bar or a club. Because in a bar or a club, people aren't monitored. There's not really rules. So you're left with dealing with more than what you want to deal with. And so it just makes it not fun. So we'll dive into just some of the basics around um, the clubs to kind of give you an overview and some sort of information. And then we'll dive into some of the like specific fears and like stigmas around the clubs that come up. So with each club, there's going to be a set of rules. And it's, imp- it's important to know those for yourself, but also for your interaction with others. And being um, 
willing to tell staff at a club if you see people not following the rules. Because one of one of the reasons why I mentioned like these kind of like sex clubs are better in a lot of ways than regular clubs is because of these rules. And if people are not following these rules, then they need to be dealt with so that it doesn't put off people from coming back. The rules are there for a reason. So making sure you know those because not every club um, has the exact same rules. Generally speaking, some of the kind of um, common rules, um, consent is very important. So you always ask before touching, before joining a room, before joining in with anybody. Um, Just because somebody says yes once doesn't mean it's yes the whole time or every time you see them or they see you. So, and that's pretty um, universal for clubs. Um, Some of the others. That's probably, I mean, that's the biggest one. Um, There's various rules around um, what's acceptable um, as far as dress, just kind of in general and like in certain areas of the club. Some clubs will have like couples areas only. So making sure you know where those are um, and what areas are clothing optional because well, we'll get into the mess in a minute. Otherwise I'll get down a rabbit hole. Um, so those are really the big ones. Um, as far as maybe what to expect and kind of like what's expected of you, um, I would... I mean, one of the biggest things you can expect is you're going to see people naked. You're going to see people having various forms of sex. You're in a club. Um, Depending on the area that you're in, you may also encounter various types of BDSM. Some clubs may have a strict rule against that. So make sure you know that. Um, Others don't. Um, The one that I frequent doesn't have a rule against that. Um, As far as other things to expect, there's going to be a wide variety of people, couples, single men, single women, depending on the area, depending on the night, depending on the club. You may also encounter um, those who are trans, binary, all of all of the above, really. If certain um, things are not something you're comfortable with, then finding clubs that are that fit for you because there are various clubs there are various theme nights yeah often there's been most of them have at least a little bit of food drinks music the music can be loud in some of them so if you don't like loud music yeah I mean there may be areas that are not so just depends on the club yeah some of them get really busy So if, you know, a lot of like being around a lot of people is not your thing, finding out, you know, what nights maybe you're not as busy as far as what's expected of you, really the only expectation is to follow the rules. Anything outside of that is a hundred percent up to you. If you want to go and just hang out and enjoy the environment that's fine. If you want to go and just watch, that's fine. If you want to go and be watched, that's fine. If you want to participate, that's fine. But you are not expected to participate in any activity there that you are not comfortable with. So don't feel like if you go, then you have to do something. That's absolutely not the case. 
one other um, expectation that I, I also that I forgot about is cleaning up after yourself. Like make sure you know like what that particular club's expectations are as far as like cleaning up after space or even just in general, like don't be super messy, like be respectful of the space because you are in a, you know, in a business and establishment. So as far as some of the fears and like upset obsessions, um, misconceptions about clubs, there are many, but one of the probably like biggest fears is that people are going to be pushy and like creepy and just, yeah, kind of all over you. And while that can happen, I'm not going to say it's not going to, those sorts of things are not tolerated in the club. So those are the sorts of things that need to be brought to the attention of the staff that are there. Because chances are, if they are doing that with you, they're doing that to somebody else. And that's not okay. Because then again, that makes people not want to come back. Like, the point is to have a welcome, supportive, safe, inclusive area for everybody. Another kind of like misconception is that you're going to walk in there and there's just going to be naked people and orgies, you know, everywhere. And that's not the case there. I mean, generally speaking, you're going to have, you know, the entry area, which is closed, like street <laughs> um, appropriate clothing. And many of them have it, you know, where certain areas, you know, you have to be at least minimally covered other areas. Not so Um, some of them, men are required to have, you know, at least um, a towel wrapped around them, women, not necessarily. So making sure, you know, those distinguishes, distinguishing things. And there are going to be areas where sex is not necessarily allowed. And generally in the club's the uh, sexual activity is going to be in the rooms or in the areas like very specific to that, like the beds. Um, Sometimes if they have couches, you might see it there, but most people don't. It's, it's kept to, you know, more specific areas, not, you know, in the middle of the floor in a room, uh, like in a big area. One other like fear or assumption that came up is that women who go have no power or autonomy in who they engage with. And that is absolutely not the case. Everybody who goes um, has complete say on who they do and do not engage with, whether it's just socializing, whether it's dancing, whether it's any sort of sexual activity. Each person who goes 100% has has control over that. Consent is mandatory. Another common assumption is that it's all, you know, young, you know, like the kind of like typical, like porn star type of um, mix of people. And that's not the case either. There are going to be clubs that, you know, maybe have a younger crowd, some that have, you know, more of a mixed crowd. So, you know, you may want to kind of explore that in your area. Cause again, every club, every area is going to be a little different. So that's why I'm not very few things will I say is going to be across the board the same, but I would say for the most part, lifestyle clubs are very inclusive age and body. So you don't have to feel like you're not 
going to fit in. And I would say at least a majority of the clubs, I am sure there are some that are more um, selective or maybe exclusive to certain cliques of people, but generally speaking, they're fairly welcoming and inclusive to everybody. There's also the assumption that there's going to be like a lot of creepy, like middle-aged older men type of thing. And there are going to be some at all club. Well, not all clubs, most clubs, because some clubs actually don't um, allow single men or they'll only allow single men on certain nights or only a certain amount of single men, partly because of that reason. They want it to be a little bit more. They want the ratio to be a little bit more even in most clubs. Again, not necessarily all clubs, but there's a variety of age ranges for men too from 20s up to 60s, probably even 70s. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Maybe more. I don't like, I don't make a habit of asking the older men how old they are. And that was one of the other assumptions is there's a lot of single men. And that's generally not the case. Like I said, a lot of clubs limit how many single men or there may be nights where single men are not even allowed at all. So it's just couples and single women. So most, I would say a good majority of clubs try and keep a healthy balance. There may be some that don't, but you, that's something you should be able to find out um, when you're looking into specific clubs. So if you prefer a place that either limits the number of single men, or, you know, you want to go on a night that doesn't have any single men, because you feel like that would just feel a little bit better than, you know, looking at those sorts of things before you go. Another fear assumption, how you want to put it, um, is that, you know, you're too old. 100% not the case. Like I was just mentioning, you know, the age of men, there is such a wide variety of people that go. I've seen a number of definitely older couples, older men, older women, like anywhere from 21 up, like there really is no, there's no age limit. And one of my, one of my goals with sharing about these is to make it one more, feel more, um, accessible, less scary and to get people going at a younger age, because I feel like so many do wait until they're older for many different reasons, but you don't have to, but if you are at that point, like it's also okay. Like there is no, you are not too old. There may be, again, like I mentioned before, there may be some clubs who the crowd is generally younger, but there's a lot of clubs where that's not the case. So it just may take some time to like try out different ones in your area to figure out which one feels best for you because you, you know, want to feel comfortable where you're going. So if you, at the end of this, if there's any like fears or questions or assumptions that you're like, Oh, what about this? Um, please feel free to message me at spicy mom life on Instagram and, and share that. Cause I'm more than happy to address any other ones that come up. These are, these have been the most common ones that have come up. And I wanted to also dive into a couple of like the really positive things around, um, lifestyle clubs, because, I truly feel like they are way misunderstood. They are not, actually, let me go back to a couple other like misconceptions. There's a lot of, before I get into 
um, the positives because there are a lot of people that think, oh, they're dirty and like not clean and definitely not the, not the case, especially, um, now with COVID, like they still have to adhere to, um, you know, cleanliness guidelines too. Most of them I'm sure did well before every like different clubs may have different, like expectations on like cleaning your area and like how to know if a certain area is clean in the ones that I've been to the way that it works is you have sheets on the bed and you have a pillow and when you're done you take off the sheet and you put it in the in the laundry hamper so if there's not a sheet on the bed it's not been cleaned I feel like that may be semi fairly common but I could be wrong um if you're you know utilizing an area that is like didn't have a sheet then you know making sure you know what the rules are around that because there are generally you know some sort of um like sanitizing wipes or stuff like that that are around and there's staff around to make sure that things cleaned up too so they are not dirty like grungy places at least generally speaking, like you may find ones that are, you know, maybe not as pristine, but that goes for any club, any, you know, restaurant, anything like that. So it just may be finding again, one that you enjoy the vibe of. So now the positive things about lifestyle clubs and why I feel like they need to be something that more people explore more often. And these are things that I've heard from many people who have explored them um, because many people go into them like not knowing what to expect and being maybe super shy and super self-conscious and like kind of closed off. But in these, in lifestyle clubs, people are very, and this is again, this is a generalization, but this came from even various states and some of this feedback that I got, which was great to hear because I know what it's like here, at least in Portland, but people are very open and accepting, like way more than the general public. And there's generally speaking, not this big, like, um, shame culture if you know you don't like certain things so like it's a safe place to feel like you can you know express yourself on what you do like and what you do don't like and you know potentially trying new things people in the clubs are usually pretty you know chill and very nice most people that I've talked to and from myself don't feel super like weird and out of place most you know don't necessarily feel pressured if you do feel pressured that's an issue um (laughs) and I will say that over and over again and there are people who've gone and like it's helped them to one better understand themselves their sexuality and like explore and realize oh I really do like these other things or oh maybe I don't really like that like I thought I did so it really is a great environment to start exploring those things and to, because if you're somebody like myself who is very sexual, but you feel like maybe around kind of your, you know, general group of friends, you can't necessarily express that because you don't feel like they would be as receptive. Um, and, you know, 
generally it's not stuff you want to talk with your family about either, but you can go to a club, like like a lifestyle club and be in a space where you can be open to talk about that different, those different things. Although at the same time that can also, you know, bring up potentially uncomfortable conversations because prior to, you know, engaging in some sort of activity with somebody, you really, there should be some sort of conversation up front of like, what's okay, what's not okay and communicating during. And that's something that, you know, if you've never been in that kind of environment, may be more difficult for you. So that, you know, is something to be aware of and to kind of take your time with, because you shouldn't feel pressured in any situation to either do things you don't feel comfortable doing to engage with somebody who you don't feel comfortable engaging with or going quicker than you feel like you're comfortable with. And you should feel comfortable, you know, stopping a situation at any point, which in my, you know, many years of going, there's only been one situation where I actually stopped things in the middle and said, no, this is enough. Um, but that's because he wasn't listening to what I was saying. And like, no is no. If you're not going to listen to no, then we're done. Hopefully this has helped you, you know, have a better understanding of what sex or lifestyle clubs, swing clubs, however you want to look at them and, you know, feel like you have some information to where you could start exploring them in your area. Um, If you're in the Portland area, I am more than happy to share more specifics or you can ask me questions. Just feel free to message me. I'm very open about it because again, it's something that needs to be talked about way more and yeah, go explore. Like don't let these old stigmas hold you back from exploring something that can totally change your life. Cause I, for myself having, you know, done some personal growth and like getting over some things and my own and embracing my own sexuality and owning that and not feeling the shame and the guilt over all of this crap, because one, I'm a female and women are not supposed to enjoy sex in any like close to the way men do at all, which is such bullshit since doing that. And, you know, exploring the club more, I just find that I, especially when I'm there, I could totally just be myself. And for me, between being able to do that there and then the work that I've done personally with, um, you know, the support that I have through other coaches, I now I'm at a place where I feel like I can just be open about those things, even outside of the club. So I don't feel like I have to hide that from others. You know, I'm not going to be shouting it from the rooftops by any means, but I'm not going to shy away from having, you know, those sorts of conversations just because they're this, you know, quote taboo thing, because it doesn't, it doesn't need to be, but there's just so many, so much stigma and crap around just sex in general, but especially women. And then you're talking, you know, sex clubs and, you know, it's become a whole thing. So hopefully this has helped to kind of debunk some of those and help you to, you know, start exploring them. And again, if you have questions, please, please, please feel free to ask. There's 
100% zero judgment in anything you ask or share with me. And I will never share something, share specifics of stuff that we talk about. I will never mention your name unless you specifically give me give me that permission. Because I don't, I want you to have that safe space to ask questions. Because we all need that. So yes, go go forth and explore the unexplored. And I would love to hear if you, you know, do decide to go explore for the first time. I would love to hear how it goes and celebrate with you all of the good things that happen. So with that, (laughs) enjoy all of the pleasures that come with that fun exploration. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star review on iTunes. It not only helps me know you're enjoying the show, but it helps more listeners like you find the show. Wishing you all the pleasures. Until next time.